I would like to share some thoughts and insights from Chazal that I think are very nogea to us benefiting and growing from the present matzav. I'd like to share it with our Chashavikahilla and with anyone else who will gain even a small amount of chizik and insight from these Divri Chazal and the focus of how we can learn from them. There are many, many positive things that we can gain from every challenge in life and every matzav. And I'd like to begin with something that was just highlighted a week ago. Perm was only a week ago. Feels to many of us as if it was a month or perhaps a year ago. And the challenge for us is to keep learning from what the Gula of Perm had to teach us and what the Gula of Pesach will teach us in the coming weeks. And all of the lessons in Tanakh and in Shas and all, all the Madrashim that are valuable and invaluable all year round, certainly between these Yom Tevim and certainly, certainly not coincidentally, in the present Matzav. Let's begin with last week. So I think that there are two main themes in the Megillah that when Klaisrael was asked and forced to focus on, there was a real change which triggered the Yeshua and the Gula. One is the Kimu Vakiblu and there are Moon of Chazal, the Moon of Dastera, and their willingness to admit that perhaps what they were assuming was incorrect and to really change things. We won't elaborate on that now. I think that's very well known. In fact, they didn't realize what went wrong before, what went wrong at the Suda, what went wrong in the Nyan Yevarazara, the Tamachan Yemeshav and the fact that they didn't trust Mordechai and what he was doing to be Mesa Nefesh, how he was handling, as we would say, Haman, in their view, Chasashalom mishandling until they came around and saw that that was exactly the Nisayan and that's exactly where they had to improve and excel. What's less known is a small diuk, which I think is important to point out. It's not a diuk that we have to infer, it's just something we have to notice. And that is... Early in the Megillah, when Esther was tragically taken, and it is a tragedy even though the whole story of Purim will tell us that it was the Yad Hashem, but it was tragic, it was tragic for her personally, Satekis Esther, Tanua, and it was even tragic for her at the end as we're celebrating and singing and dancing, they realized that she was left in the palace with Achashverosh. With that, she was Makabal, 
and she understood that there was a reason. And Mordechai understood as well. We'd like to think that they understood right away and they were sure that this is what it's for and it's going to be used and utilized instantly. But we don't often realize is the very beginning of the Megillah, after she's kidnapped and captured and forced into her role, the Pasuk in Perek Beis, Yad Aleph and Megillah, and Rashi says that Mordechai understood the message. Must be that there's a reason, and we might not find out now, we might not find out next month, we might not find out next year. But there has to be a reason. And we'd like to think with this early Pasuk that, yes, they're going to find out right away. Well, it took years and years and years, almost a decade. That's a very, very long time for people to wait. That's a very, very long time for Esther Amalka, who's in the Matzav, this tragic Matzav, to wait. It's a very, very long time for her husband, Mordechai, to wait and I think that's one of the central themes of the Gzeira and the Gula. And that is, the Gzeira is not always understood when it happens. And our timeline of seeing the good that comes from it is not always immediate. And Bitachan Amuna is not only understanding called Avid Rahman Latav Avid and Gamzulatayva. Eventually, it's also the patience to see it through and that not everything is going to happen according to our timeline and the way we'd like to see it be transformed. We struggle with this, especially in our generation of instant gratification, and if it doesn't happen with a click, and if it doesn't move very quickly, and the screen doesn't change upon request, we get very nervous. And that's one of the big nisanas of our dar, besides the basic bitachon amuna that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in charge and that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Kaviyachon, knows exactly what he's doing and knows what we need and knows what the world needs. I think one of the primary lessons of the Megillah is Mordechai and Esther taught us how to have patience and wait. It's a difficult thing to acquire, but one of the things that we're being taught in the Matzav, not only do we have to wait, but we have to wait often in close close. That's a tremendous, tremendous attribute and nachas. It's not really relevant that I get nachas. It's relevant that the Kosh Baruch gets nachas. One of the many comments, and I will share a few of them that come to mind. The first one is about the cabin fever, about the need to wait and to wait often in very... Uh, difficult circumstances. People stuck in their house, people who can't go out, can't socialize, can't go to the Minyan, can't go to the Shir, can't go to Chasnas. One of the questions just yesterday was how much better is it to stay in the house if it's causing friction, 
tension, machleke, stress? Is it less dangerous, perhaps, to just go out? That's an honest question. The answer is if the medical community and the government is insisting that we disengage as much as possible and keep our distance and stay inside as much as possible, we have to do that. And that's what's in Hashem. The fact that it's difficult and it's stressful and it can cause sechsuchim is exactly the challenge, as Rab Chaim said in his now famous letter just from a week ago. One of the biggest chusim out of Atzara and one of the propellants to growth is learning how to be mavater and how to not be bakas and how to keep calm and how to be mavra al midesav. And there's no better or more important place to test that than being in a matzav where you're forced to and you have the Dalarambis, whether the dira or the house is a thousand square feet, 800 square feet, 2,000 square feet, 3,000 square feet, it's still confining and it's challenging. But can you imagine the schusim we're going to have when we're misgaber on the bad midas and focus and fine-tune the good midas, how much better we're going to be. The fact that a person can even point this out honestly and ask the question and spell it out, even though many of us are thinking just that, is a tribute to Kal Yisrael and his focus is, what does Hashem want? What's the proper adrocha? What's the lesser of the two evils in every matzav in a more positive way? What's the better of the two brachas and how we're going to grow? I think it's very powerful and I think if we keep it in mind, we're going to be better people with better midas for many, many months and years to come after we're no longer forced to grow at this particular pace, which is hard when you're forced to do it quickly and get used to a new matzav. But a Kodesh Baruch who knows how much we can handle, and if he's forcing it, that means we need this tikkun. And the silver lining is, I could see from the pshifas and the bakoshas on how to do it, down to every halacha, all the hilchas tefillas, which are mitzvah Hashem, I hope to yet before Shabbos, time permitting, send out a shorter communication with the halachas we need to know for now and for Shabbos and for tefillahs. I've been answering the shaylas one by one, but Amit Hashem will try to give a, a summary. But haladavrahu, look at the madrig of Klai Yisrael. We're in a matzav, everybody's scared, everybody's nervous, but everybody's asking. The proof is, and this is not any... Myla in me. It's just the reality of the time pressure. It's 3.20 a.m. in the morning, Thursday night, and I'm finally getting down to even record this video. And Baruch Hashem people have been asking for a day or two since things got exponentially, quote-unquote, worse. They only look worse. There are people, Leolena, who are sick. There are people who are very sick. There are casualties, and that is tragic. And for those who are going through it and those who are looking on, and all of Klai Yisrael is one family, it's painful and tragic to see, 
big part of our job is besides the chesed and the caring, and make sure everybody's taken care of to the best of our ability, it's the adrocha and how to learn the lessons and how to grow, both in the Ben Amchaver and Ben Adam And that's why it's 3.20 in the morning, because for the past few days and two weeks, People have been asking and asking and asking on an individual basis, and I'm just trying to share some of the lessons I've learned from them and some of the things that I've told them. That's no credit to me and 100% credit to the people asking and to Clay Israel. So for now, we're going to continue to focus on some of the basic hashkafas, and we'll get to the halachas later in Mitzvah Shem. The second aspect I believe we have to focus on is the ability to give. As is well known, the coronavirus is not only dangerous, not only causing disruption in Kehillah life, Minyanim, Shihirim, Shul's being closed, every best measure is being closed. It's also causing a tremendous financial hardship, which we hope, again, will be very short-term, but it is before Pesach. And traditionally, this Shabbos, we'd be making an appeal in Shul, and all the people listening to the Shmuz would be answering appeals in their various Kehillahs, and our Kehillah, Baruch Hashem, generosity, known and in past years Shabbos Hagadol and the Shabbos before and the Shabbos before that would be the appeal and the reminder for the appeal from Moschitim and the like and to give what I feel is an important balanced view which whenever I mention gets pushed back and everybody means L'Shem Shamayim but it's important to realize that Daniya Ircha are very important, and whether it's in Muncie or in Lakewood or in Flatbush or in Five Towns or in North Jersey, wherever you might be, you have to make sure that people have their money for Yantif. We also have to make sure as a Kehillah, wherever we are, that we're taking care of Avniya Yisrael. And especially Tamid Chachamim in Eitz Yisrael, Yungalite, who, when there's no shutdown of the world and shutdown of world economies, are living on pita and hummus. And for what us in America often is whether to pay for some chicken in Eitz Yisrael, and this massive translates to whether they pay for bread, pita, hummus, and leaven. And we have to do both. We have to really, in this matzah, for our own zchusim, for the safety of our families, and for the safety and healing of Klai Yisrael and continuation of the learning that's going on, the learning that will be going on afterwards, amidst Hashem very soon, back barabim, the learning that's going on now in everyone's homes. We have to make sure to take care of our communities here in America. We have to support an and the learning of the young light in America. And we have to, at the same time, 
not forget for one moment the matzav of the Aniyam and Yisrael and the tens of thousands of Yunga light that are holding up Eretz Yisrael, securing Eretz Yisrael. And it's not just securing Eretz Yisrael. We here in America and all over the world in Chutz depend on their schusim. Baruch Hashem, there's learning all over the world and every Yunga man is just as precious. But as we all know, Eretz Yisrael only has a special place in our tefillahs, in our hearts. But it's a special place in generating the schusim and generating parnasa for chuslarts. It's been said by many gedolim that the bracha on sheifas that we have to make money and the bracha on the hatzlacha that we have had to make that money is coming from our schusim in achzachas Torah, both in chuslarts and especially in Eretz Yisrael. So, particularly for our Kehillah, I will follow up with communications on how to make both of them happen. At the time, we have to think long and hard. This is our biggest chus, Hazakas Torah, Chesed, Ani Ircha, Yesayimim Amonus, and Staka Tatzil Mimavus, Bimatzil from Chayli, and we have to give even more despite what's going on with the finances. As one fellow told me today, he says he'd love to give what he gave before, but his IRA and his other accounts went down. And he asked me, what should he do? He feels terrible. I said, well, we're not mitigating what was lost in the American economy, the world economies in the past week or two. I haven't been following it closely, but as much as it went down, it's probably what it was when our new president took office, which means somebody made a lot of money, hopefully, in these years. And if they jumped in later, they made less. But Baruch Hashem, there was money that was made and hopefully a temporary bump in the road that was given back. If we're not Mesa Nefesh to give Staka on Ere Pesach for the Aniyam here and the Aniyam in other cities and Befrat the Aniyam in Yisrael, it's not going to give us the protection we need. And we have to think long and hard about that as well and do what we can. That wasn't just an appeal. That is a yeside for our well-being and safeguarding ourselves and our families. And we have Baruch Hashem in place here in Muncie. We had a number of communications that went out today. And people in our Kehillah know where to reach me and the Gabon to take care of the part for Yisrael. And anybody listening in the world at large, if they need to reach me, they know how to do that as well. We have a Rishima that goes directly to handpick Yunga Leitner Yisrael, who are Kemat going hungry the rest of the year. Koshkin, this matzah, but I don't even want to think of it. So let's not take away from what's needed here in Chutzlaritz. At the same time, keep up and even increase what we're doing for them and for everyone in Eretz Yisrael. And that's what Akash Baruch wants. Akash Baruch wants to see what we can do when we're worried about our portfolios and our IRAs. Yes, it's a paper loss, but it hurts, even on paper. 
We have to realize that Kaj Baruch is giving us an Isayan in Bitachan and Amuna and really testing our generosity. I will end for now. There's so much more to say. I will end for now with just one machshava on what is now becoming a famous Pasuk. And there are many Mepharshim and what this means, and many are claiming that it means this matzav, it can mean this matzav, but it means many other things as well. And that's the Pasuk in Yeshaya, Perichavav, Pasichav. Yeshaya is complex, and this is not the only application. Like Hamisha Chamshetera and the Navi, and many Seydis, Yeseydis, and Ramazim to a hundred different scenarios in Klai Yisrael. One is not to the exclusion of the other. The Pasuk, Leich Ami Boi Bechadarecha Skar Delascha Ba'adecha Go into your room, close the door. Chavi Kemat Rega Ad And hide. And the anger and the tragedies will pass. Well, that sounds very descriptive of what's going on because Baruch Hashem, most of the people listening to this didn't live through World War I or World War II. Maybe some of them lived through World War II. And as bad as things are now, and as frightened as we are, just from the history that I know and what I heard from my grandparents, this is not even 1%. And it should stay that way and become even less. But the Pasuk, besides referring to the pogroms of old and the plagues of old that Rahmad Laslan Layelena had a 20, 30, 40% fatality rate, boggles the mind to think of something like that. We're in Pacha and Sittering for good reason of, not sure what the numbers are, but of a Leolena 1%, 2%, 3%, They don't know the numbers because if there are many other tests and many other tests for positive, the numbers might go down, they might go up, but it's not 10%, 20 20%, 30%, 40% of Hashem. But our generation is not as strong as previous Darius and this is all we can handle. So this is the Nisayan in front of us, and therefore we're frightened. So yes, the Pasuk can refer to this. Let's look for a moment at Rashi and see what Rashi says in what Rashi holds is the Pashvashat of the Pasuk. Lech ami boi b'chadarecha. Rashi says, Tshuvazu shivu lanavi lech ami boi b'chadarecha b'vate knesias b'vate medrashas. Well, that first shot is going to cause us more pain and more anguish. Rashi says, the first shot in the Pasuk is when you have a tzara, run to shul, run to the best measures, daven more, learn more. Well, we can't run to the shul and the best measures for the first time in probably most of history, although during the wars they didn't really have too much access either as they were running. And during the pogroms and the plagues and the xeras and tafata, they didn't have too much, but they didn't physically close the shuls. They were just running. That's worse in many ways, but the painful reality, what became very clear in the last couple of weeks, certainly in the last few days, and to have to send out an email to the shul that after the deliberations were closing the shul. So we don't have the base kinesis and the base measures to run to. So what's our job? The answer, as we've all been realizing, is that we don't always have the schus to be together with the tzibur, 
And this particular Nisayan is taking away this schus of being together, davening together with the minyanim in the shul and learning together in the shiurim. And being at chasnas and giving each other chizik in person. The good news is, again, the silver lining, Rashi gives you a second shot. And I believe Rashi's giving us a second shot because Rashi Buach Katshoi understands the Pesach might be referring to a matzav where you can't run to the shul in the Beis Medrash. Davar Acher, hezbenin al ma'asecha b'chadre libecha. If you have to sit at home, it'll give you time to contemplate, it'll give you time to concentrate on your davening, it'll give you time to focus on the words, it'll give you time to really be honest with yourself, to be honest with ourselves, and really figure out where we can work. Now, we spoke about the first silver lining of the schmooze, and that is we're with people in close quarters, and that's an Isayan, and we have to really refine our midas and keep calm and keep cool. And we have to really be marvel our midas enu. And we have to learn how to reach out to others in a kosher way. If you're hearing the share by phone, you're calling people. Good old-fashioned phone is relatively kosher. If you're going near smart devices and computers, which many people, unfortunately, are doing, I say, unfortunately, it's good to use the internet for Kedusha. And Mitzvah Shem Lava, that's all that will be on there. Look forward to that very soon. But keep in mind, as I mentioned in an email last night, if the children are given access to these things because they're following Shear and they're mandated by the school, please be very careful that it not become a source of Rahman Laslan, Michshel, and Shmiri Sanayim, and Shmutz, and Leilenu, all the other things that come with it. Everybody's tired, everybody's busy, there are people still going out to work, and all the kids are home. I hold this is a tremendous, tremendous potential Michshel, and it's obvious that everybody would agree to that. And we as parents have to make sure that that's not happening, and the teenagers and children have to be told and have to be watched and the parents have to be watched and the fact that everybody has to be watched doesn't take away from the fact that we can perhaps hear some good things. Many of you will be listening to this, all of you, on some form of internet. But that doesn't take away the need for Shmir. It increases it. We have to keep that in mind that we're doing his benedict alone and Rashi tells you and I believe that is if you can't get to the shul, if part one of Rashi is not accessible, then part two is you could do it at home. You could do it by connecting through other safe means. You could do it by sitting in the room alone and having time to think. Where am I holding my learning? Where am I holding my ruchnias? Where am I holding my benadam lachavero? Where can I raise the bar? And how can I use this forced situation? I say forced, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is forcing us to grow, forcing us to become better, only doing this Lataiva. And Gamzu Lataiva is real. It's real that we know deep down HaKadosh Baruch Hu is always guiding Klai Yisrael and guiding the world and bringing the world to perfection. What's agonizing for us is the tragedy that looks like tragedy People, Leilena, are sick. People, uh, die 
it's a tragedy. The fact that La Salova will say Tevimetiv, and we won't say Dianamis. Right now, we still have to say Dianamis. We still have to see the tragedy, and we have to try to help out. However, the fact that we'd like to know the exact plan of Akash Baruch Hu, we'd like to understand fully what looks like Tzadik Ra'ala Rosh Vatoivloi, is no different than what we read recently in the parasha, where Moshe Rabbeinu said, even Moshe Rabbeinu was bothered. It's an Isayan. Lamaisa, the chizik we have to give ourselves and others, is that if you can intellectually understand Gamzula Tevo, which most of us do, then leave it at that. Be it. Make sure everybody understands it. But leave it at that, and I mean, don't try to guess when Akash Baruch Hu is going to solve it and exactly what Akash Baruch Hu wants. Our job is to see the silver lining now and already, as I mentioned, and I'll close with this, Klai Yisrael is steiging, they're growing, the yeshivas, the yeshivas, they're doing a tremendous job. If I just told you the first 400 shaylas I received in the past few days, you'd be amazed how well our yeshivas, the Bachram, the Balabatim, the Rabbeim, the Nashim Sitkaniyas, the seminary girls, I'm never amazed enough, I never cease to be amazed at how well they're doing, how intelligent the Shailas are, how strong the Shifas are, and that's a tremendous chus, and this is being brought out by this serious matzav. It's a tremendous, tremendous chus for Klai Yisrael. The fact on the world scene, and this I'm sure you have noticed, a tremendous, tremendous sakana for Eretz Yisrael, from Iran, from their neighbors in Gaza, from the neighbors to the north, a constant threat. We know they make the diak. We say Hallel. And we say that all the Amim should be Meshameach HaKadosh Baruch Hu for saving us. No. Why should the Amim be Meshameach HaKadosh Baruch Hu? So all the Mepharshim say that only they know what they're plotting. Only they know the secrets of what they're planning. And Baruch Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, foils the plan, and Klai Yisrael continues to thrive and exist. And even when there's a Holocaust and the Midas Adin strikes, HaKadosh Baruch Hu still ensures that Klai Yisrael survive. And it doesn't take much to see that the contrasts between last month, the month before, on the promise of the leaders of Iran to Ahmad Aslan, take care of Eretz Yisrael, make them a one-bomb solution, Leolainu, send nuclear missiles, continue building up their nuclear arsenal. And for now, everything's quiet because everybody's worried about their own problems and Iran specifically. And that is a rest. You'll say, well, maybe there's a better way to solve the problem. That's the rest that we're getting with a bigger problem, who knows what a bigger problem, what a smaller problem is. Who knows what they're planning and what they were about to do. And who knows what Akash Baruch Hu saved us from now. But we know that Akash Baruch Hu is doing this to save us and to keep Klai Yisrael intact. Habish Luchon Lamokom, Akash Baruch Hu could save us in many ways. And the Cheshben is so complex. We're not going to figure it out now. We'll understand it. Lasa Lovam. But it's not beyond 
the pale of reality and possibilities that on an international and national level, there are many international threats and threats specifically to Eretz Yisrael and to Yidin that have been averted by this. And who knows, we'll see in a month or in six months from now, depending on the country, how this affects elections. But there are two big elections looming, one still being fought over in Eretz Yisrael, and the next one's coming up in America, both very important for Yidin. And Akash Baruch has a plan, and Corona is part of this plan. What the result will be, Ben Latayv, Ben Lamutov, we'll find out. It's not really any of our business, but it's encouraging to see that Akash Baruch Hu and the Yad Hashem is clearly running things down to the last detail as only Akash Baruch Hu can do. Mitzvah we should be zeichet to the time we will see the Pasuk in action, so to speak. Halu es Hashem kol goyim shafchu kol umim kigavar aleinu chazdoi. We'll find out what the plot was, what they were planning, and how Hashem saved us. In the meantime, we have our work cut out for us. We should increase our avayda, our tefillas, our chesed, our tztaka, our chzakas teira, our limada teira, our batzas teira. Amit Hashem, everybody should get through this. Gesund benefesh beguf. Amit Hashem, we'll see ourselves as better people, better evde Hashem. We'll continue to be Makad Hashem Shamayim. A wonderful and safe Shabbos, wherever we are. And Amit Hashem, we will make not only the best of it, but we will continue to grow. Leila, Leila, be gesund. And Benachas. Good job.